Hi, I'm Todd Ale. This is the Virtual Sheet Music Educational Series, and I'm going to talk a little bit about the chords in the Bach Fugue from the G Minor Sonata. This is, I just played a little excerpt there from measure 52 to about 65, and we'll talk about those. So let's get started. Okay, a fugue is actually counterpoint. It's multiple voices that weave in and out. And it's important that we always hear these moving voices. If you go back to the beginning of the fugue, you have the first voice, and then you would have a second voice, and then a third voice. Okay, so we always want to know where we're going with this, which voice is important. So let's look at measure 52. Forget the chords for a moment and let's just find the moving line. You have the, the downbeat and then you have this moving G and then up at the top we still need to know what the important line might be. So you add the chord, but you don't disrupt the line or make the rest of the chord more important than the, the, the principal line. So I want to bring it out. So that's maybe a musical interpretation of this, and it's it's important that you give it shape. I when I reach the ca uh, the cadence that I just played, which is 34, I don't put a big retard on it, otherwise the momentum stops. Dun, dun, bum, dun, bum, bum, dun, dun. Okay, so but let's the reason that I'm doing this actually is because two people had written in saying that they needed help learning how to play chords. So let's talk about how to play triple stops, quadruple stops. You know, I think hand patterns. So, go back again to 52. I'm playing the B natural, the, the third note. Where is it? Right there, with the second finger, and the F with the first. And they're overlapping. But you know, if you were just to play a half step, and then move that one over to the E string, half step on the A string, move the one over, it feels the same. So they're just touching. And it's like it's in a half position or a very low first position. Then I shift up and then I feel I feel the closeness of the, the G to the E flat. Just feels like a half step and a whole step pattern from the two to the three. So I think it, if you break it down to those principles, it's pretty simple. They either feel like this 
or they feel like this. Now when you build more than one chord, say this one, which is B3 of 52, I have open G, 1-1. One, one. When I play a fifth, I try and get more of the finger on the upper note than the upper string than the lower one, and I might even flatten the finger a tiny bit. So I have a nice ringing fifth, and then from the first finger up to the third, I feel a half step, whole step. Okay? So I didn't put the two down, but I still feel this no space space. Okay, now, the next thing would be how the bow deals with all this. This is a common technique in this measure 52. I don't really do it, but right here, to roll your bow back, since the moving lines on the bottom, what I do, roll the bow and then take the weight out so my bow is ready to go up again. I do not lift it off the string. A lot of my students let the bow come off much more than they should. And you know, I think sometimes they do that when they're trying to give their left hand a little more time to build the chord. But you know, you can't do that because it disrupts the line. And puts choppy holes in it, okay? So let's move on. If I'm in 53, I could leave my bow completely on the string. Right here. It's alright if it has a tiny weightlessness. At the end of 53, the E flat is often too low. You don't want to be too low. And I think the reason people do that is because they're preparing the G, B, F chord on B4, which you do with a fourth finger, typically. You know, you have to play four, two, one on B4. So it, you're just, your four has to move back a half step. So now watch what I do at 54. I roll my bow, and I stay on the upper note. I roll right over. So the top note comes out. And then I move to that lower voice. And maybe a little bigger this time. And a more. Now we get to the quadruple stops here at 58. I love this part, but the moving note is the top. So you don't want to hit the bottom. You want to bring out the top B flat. So let's build it from here. Same thing here. This is 61, look at beat 3, and then beat 4, yeah, A, E flat, C. I think it's the C that I'm always out of tune on. I get too low on it. It's very awkward.
think it's important to know which note is the most important in the chord. Think of it as a the moving line with embellishment and make sure you bring that out. Don't disrupt that part of it. Think hand frame, half steps and whole steps. Roll, but don't lift. Not too much at least, okay? There's some ideas. There is a lot that you could do with this and that's just scratching the surface. Thank you.